everyone. And uh, welcome to our family service this morning. Um, I've got a few announcements just to run through with you. Uh, on Tuesday the 20th of November, this Tuesday the church committee will meet at half past seven here in the church. Uh, next Sunday, 3rd of December, is Toy Sunday, when we will be receiving gifts for the Vine Center. Uh, if, if you see the order of service for any details there, uh, next week, prior to the service, we'll have our Sunday morning prayer time starting at 10 a.m. in uh, the little prayer room or the quiet room. Last week, uh, we heard about Abana, the New Life Choir, coming in February and the request to host the choir. Tom was speaking about that. And can I just really encourage you and underline that, that it would be a blessing for you if you, if you were able to take one or two children and a chaperone uh, for the evening, for that evening, and they'll be leaving the next morning, but they will be a blessing to you. Um, they'll give to you more than you give to them, I assure you of that. Um, and with your order of service today, uh, you'll have received a flyer uh, about our community carol service on Saturday the 9th of December. Uh, if you put this date, please, in your diary and plan to attend. The members of the Cumber Brass Band They'll be accompanying us for some singing, and afterwards there'll be refreshments as well as a visit from Santa. So primary school aged children are taking part in a nativity art competition, and uh, that, those materi that material has been handed out already. And uh, We hope that the overall winner will be the one who will switch on the Christmas tree lights. So and their artwork will also be displayed around the church. Okay, just uh, another announcement, just with regards to the drop-in centre. Ben's asked me that if you know anyone who would be uh, available or willing to help out if, with, as a leader in the drop-in centre, Ben, we really appreciate that, really appreciate that. If you could have leaders that are going to be there uh, consistently for the kids. Please see the order of service also for the remaining announcements. We're trying to keep the announcements down on a Sunday morning, so a lot of them will be in your order of service if you just check with that. Okay, we're going to start the service then with Psalm 32, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And the theme today is God's treasure chest, uh, finding the treasure, the richness that is in Christ. And uh, so we wanted to start with a word of prayer. Jesus, you are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. You're Lord over every Lord, Lord over every king. You are mighty. And we worship you this morning because you are, even though you're majestic and holy and powerful, yet you come to us. And Lord, we, that's what we're going to be celebrating soon, the, your birth of coming to earth to live with us, to suffer with us, and to bring us to your home um, at one, at, 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 when our lives end here. So Lord, we just pray that you would bless us this morning, bless the children. May we have an enjoyable service, but Lord, may there be something that each and every one of us can take home with us today. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So we're going to stand and sing, Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. Jehovah. 
girls you want to come up and, and sit at the front here you'll see a lot better I'm gonna ask Michael to come and he's got some uh, gifts to give uh, to boys and girls that are starting a new school either primary school or in, in uh, high school okay okay everybody here Okay, we've come to uh, a very, very special Sunday in the year because it's the Sunday morning when we give out uh, Bibles to children and young people. And we give out Bibles to um, children who are in P1. Anybody in P1? Yeah? And we also give out Bibles to young people who are in Year 8. And you're probably like me, you don't know what Year 8 is. Year eight's the first year in big school, okay? So that's year eight. I get confused. Um, at this point, we also come to the, um, the disclaimer, and that is um, no doubt there'll be somebody whose third aunt's cousin lives up Ashbury and is friendly with somebody who knows a wee girl that was in the Brownies that should have got a Bible, okay? And it's all Michael's fault that they don't get their Bible. So please speak to your third aunt's cousin's daughter who knows that fellow in Ashbury whose daughter used to be in the guides, and I will get them a Bible, okay? Just see me and you can get one. And also on our Bibles, I love our Bibles. Can I just see yeah. one of them? There's our Bibles. On our Bible, just to let you see, um, that's the, the first line Bible. That's the Bible that we give out to children in P1. And I love this one because it's got a wee rainbow on it. Isn't that lovely? Yeah? And I don't know really, I, I just love rainbows. And I don't know if you ever noticed there's a rainbow on one of those windows over there. Um, if you can find it. There's a rainbow, and it was Dorothy Thompson, I think, um, got that done. Those windows are lovely, and they were put in this building when it was built. The other windows came from the middle building, but I love that rainbow. And um, somebody in this church, a um, certain person, uh, tried to draw a rainbow on the wall, and... Uh, 
I don't know whether you've heard this story. It's become known as Michael's Dodgy Rainbow. And it was in the SPU, and uh, it drew some rather good criticism. It was the wrong size, the wrong colours, slightly too big. The artwork just wasn't up to scratch. But I have good news for you. Michael's Dodgy Rainbow is no more. <laughs> it's been painted over, uh, and it's been painted over by uh, some of our young people, and it's now a lovely black wall in the SPU on which we can write. So if you're ever over in the SPU, you can go up to the uh, upper room where the disciples meet, and you can see the lovely wall where there's stuff been written on it. Now, finally, thanks to everyone. Uh, I'm not going to name names. Um, there's a lot of people who help with, uh, with Sunday Club. There's a lot of people who help with Bible class. There's a lot of people who help with the drop-in. And there's a lot of people who do work during the week that, that goes on every day of the week. And just a thank you to them for the time that they give up, um, the preparation that they do, and, uh, and even during the summer there's activities as well. So thank you to all of those people who give up their time uh, and, and allow that to happen. Now, we come to um, presenting our Bibles, and I have just ruined your order, Mark, because that one goes somewhere in the middle of that that I put um, And the first name uh, um, is Ivy McGee here. Ivy. I forgot Ivy McGee. Ivy McGee. Okay. Oh, oh, she is. <laughs> she want to come and get you? Ah. Well done. There we go, that's good. And um, the next one is Cody Rainey. Is Cody there? Don't be shy, just there stick you your go. hand up. Um, Eleanor Robinson? Where's Eleanor Robinson? No. Oh, she's here as well. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you are so quiet. In my days, I've been shouting, I'm over here! You're too well behaved. You're much too well behaved, too polite. Um, I've also got, um, there's Grayson O'Brien. Yeah. There you go. And there's also uh, Charlotte O'Brien. Now, you're, you're getting a very special Bible because you're a wee bit older. Can I just show that to people? Thank you so much. This one. Um, this one's just a wee bit more advanced, so it is, and it has bigger, um, it has pictures and a bit more text in it, so um, you can get your mummy or daddy or whatever just to help you to read that. So that, I, I thought that was more appropriate than, than giving you um, one with all the wee pictures. So there you go, you hold on to that. And, number, uh, Victoria Gill. Here. Her granddad's here, so I'd give that to me and I'd give it to her granddad. Okay. And it's one with a rainbow on it. Maybe just keep that one. And we've also got Evie Wilson. Is Evie here? Yeah. Oh, this wee one. There, are you Evie Wilson? <laughs> there we go. Right, that's good. Right, that's great. Okay. Um, that's good that. Um, and again, if there's anybody feels they should have had one or whatever, give me a wee shout and I can get more Bibles organised. Let me just pray a wee minute. Father, we just we thank you for our children and we thank you for your word. We pray, Father, that as they grow up, that they would become um, students of your word, that they might 
grow in grace of Jesus Christ and come to know him uh, in a personal way. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, thank you, Michael. I'm just going to invite Barry. He's going to do a Bible reading for us this morning. Psalm 119, a couple of verses as we start. Good morning, everyone. Our readings from Psalm 119, starting at verse 103. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Amen. Thank you, Barry. Now, I'm getting ready for Christmas. Who's, who's getting ready for Christmas? Anybody got their Christmas tree up yet? You got your Christmas tree up? Have you? Well done. Got your Christmas, have you got your Christmas boxes bought yet? No? Letter to Santa written? Who's got, who's got their letters? Great, great stuff. Well, I got this wee box and uh, it's a wee Christmas box and I keep nice things in it. And I have something for you later on. If you're really good, we'll take it out of this box. But what I wanted to talk to you today, because Michael is presenting Bibles, I thought, well, why not speak about how important the Bible is? So, um, <laughs> hold on table's not big enough. <laughs> okay, so what I want to do is I want to look at the Bible, three little talks, the Bible as a manual, the Bible as a mirror, and the Bible as a map. Okay, so first of all, the Bible. The Bible is a manual. Now, what's a manual? Anybody know what a manual is? Yes? It's a, a rugby ball. No, not quite, not quite, not too far off, but not quite. Let me show you, let me give you an example of a manual. I have a manual here. I have a Peugeot 308. Who likes Peugeot 308s? It's a really supersonic car. It really is. It's a supersonic, super duper car. Let me show you. My car has lots of buttons on the front on the dashboard. There's my car. And that's the manual. And you press one button, and it does from naught to 500 in five seconds. <laughs> you press another button, it's like chitty chitty bang bang. The wings come out, it flies. Press another button on the dashboard, and it is like a submarine, goes right onto the water. And the best button that I like, you press one of the buttons and it disappears altogether. So if I see a traffic warden coming, all I have to do is press this button and he can't see me. But what a manual is, a manual tells, it's this manual tells me what, what, who made the car, who's, who created the car. It tells me about what, how, to, how to get the best out of it, what to do with it if it breaks down, What's good about it? What's bad about it? It tells me everything I need to know about the car. That's what a manual is. And the Bible itself is a manual because it tells me who created me. It tells me how to get the best out of life. It tells me uh, what to do to please God. 
and what if I do something that's going to displease God? It tells me how to stay out of the mischief. It's a guidebook to life. It's a manual to life. Now, there was a captain of the American Navy, and he had this massive, massive battleship, an incredible battleship. And uh, one morning, he was sailing this battleship, and it was incredibly dark. It was misty. It was wet. It was rainy. He could hardly see ahead of himself. And he looked ahead, and he saw this little light coming. And he thought to himself, that looks like another vessel. It's coming straight for me. So we got on the radio, and he said, please alter your course 10 degrees south. This is Captain Smith. And he got another message coming through from someone else saying, this is private. This is Private Jones. I would ask you to alter your course 10 degrees north. Well, the captain was furious, and he got on his his radio again. He says, please, this is Captain Smith. This is Captain, I emphasize, Captain, please alter your course 10 degrees south. And the other other fellow got on. He said, I'm private, Private Jones, and I order you to alter your course 10 degrees north. Well, the captain by this time was furious, and he was getting closer and closer to this light. And he got on his radio, and he said, I could have you court-martialed for this. I could have you put in prison for this. I'm telling you now, alter your course 10 degrees south. And the other guy came on and said, with all due respect, Captain, he says, you alter your course. And the captain got back, no, you alter your course. I am a battleship. And the private came on and he said, no, you need to alter your course because I am a lighthouse. (laughs) (laughs) The light ahead. And sometimes, boys and girls, there's things in life that we can't change. And the Word of God is something that we do not change. This is God's guide to us for life, how to enjoy life, and how to, how to get the best out of life, and how to come to know Jesus Christ. It's all in here. It's in here. And we don't alter our lives. Or sorry, we don't, we don't alter the Bible. The Bible never changes, but we have to alter our lives to change according to what's in the Bible. So, um, you know, Jesus speaks uh, to us through his word, and we're told that he is the light of the world, and anyone who follows him won't walk in darkness, but will be guided. This is his guidebook, his manual, and uh, that's a bit, that's one of the verses that Barry read, your word, God's word. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. If I ignore this, it's like me ignoring a lighthouse. I'm liable to go into the rocks. I'm liable to get into trouble. So it guides me in life of what I have to do, what's good and what's bad. So that's the first thing we're we're pointing out, that the Bible is a manual. And Jesus is our light who guides us. Now, that, I feel a cue for a song coming on. Who likes My Lighthouse? You like that song, My Lighthouse? You want to stand up? We'll all stand up and we'll sing with the actions. Okay.
Let's sing My Lighthouse. Everybody stand up, we're going to all do this. In my wrestling and in my doubts In my failures you won't walk out Your great love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea Whoa, You are the peace in my troubled sea In the silence you won't let go your truth will hold Your great love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea Whoa, You are the peace in my troubled sea My lighthouse, my lighthouse Shining in the darkness Have a wee quiz. We're going to have a wee quiz, and since it's God's treasure chest, we're going to have this side. Since Terry's sitting on this side, this is going to be Blackbeard's side, <laughs> okay, or Greybeard's side. 
Okay, over here is Long John Silver team, okay. Uh, what do you, what, I'm going to ask each team a question, and then a child from each side. If it, a couple of you want to go over there so you can help those people over there. They're not very good. You need to help them out. Okay, so if you get a, if you get a question right, you get to pull a piece of string, a piece of sp ah, spaghetti, and we'll tie them all up. Could I have a volunteer over here, somebody to tie them? Where's Ben? You, you tie them, okay? You tie them up. You tie them, and uh, over here, who's going to tie them for them? You want to tie them? Can you tie knots, Grayson, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> okay, who would like to tie up? John, will you do it? John, good man. Okay, so we'll, we'll, start, we'll start at Long John Silver's side, okay? Uh, pieces of eight, pieces of eight. <laughs> okay, true or false? The Bible is the most popular book ever written. True, good. Do you want to come up and take a piece of string? And you give it to Uncle John. There you go. Whoa, that's quite a long one. That's a good one. Now, this side, okay, Blackbeard side. Where did Adam and Eve live at the beginning of the world? What was their garden called? Anybody? Garden of Eden, good. Who would like to take? Do you want to take a wee piece of string? Good. Oh, great. You give it the bend there. All right, now over this side, Long John Silver side. Who were uh, the three sons listed in the Bible? Adam and Eve's three sons that are listed in the Bible. That's a wee bit more difficult. Separate the goats from the sheep. <laughs> Who were Adam and Eve's three? Yes, I heard one there. Seth. And who else? Cain and Abel. Good, 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 good. So, Charlotte, would you like to take a piece of string there? Oh, that's a good long one. Okay, over this side. How many days and nights did it rain when Noah was on the ark? How many days and nights? No. Ah, 40. Good man, good man. Here, do you want to come and take a piece of string? Good man. Oh, okay. This side. What did Jacob give Joseph that sparked jealousy from his brothers? Well done, Grace, and a rainbow coat. coat. Come and get that. Get a wee piece. Oh, well done. Okay, over this side now. Um, how did Moses' mother save Moses from the Egyptian soldiers? What did she do to protect her son? Yes? That's it. <laughs> You're great hearing this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes, right. You're right. Saved. Put him in the bulrushes, put him in a wee basket and hit him in the bulrushes. Would you like to take a wee piece of string? See how long it's going to be. Oh, that's a good one. You give it to Uncle Ben over there. 
he's tying them up. Okay. Okay. Long John Silver team, right? Who was the first king of Israel? Who was the first king of Israel? Yes, Saul. Okay. Would one of the children from this side like to take a piece of string and give it over here? Anybody want to choose one? Oh, there's a couple of really long ones in here, I can tell you. Nobody's got them yet. Okay. Okay. Now, when Daniel prayed to God, after it was not allowed... It was, a, it was a ban on praying to God, okay? And where was he thrown after they found him praying to God? What did they do to punish him? Yes? I want to go to my mummy. You want to go to your mummy? That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. You, that's okay now. Anybody, what did they do to Daniel to punish him? Think of big pussycats. Yes? The lion's den. Absolutely right. There you go. Hope you get a big one. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay, we're coming over here then. Now, here's a question Who baptized Jesus? John the Baptist. John the Baptist, that's right. Okay, would anybody from this side, since anybody hasn't picked out a piece of string, like to take it and give it over here? Would you like to do that? Okay. Good. Now you give it to Uncle John there. Okay. Before Jesus started preaching, what was his job with his father? What did he do? Carpenter, yes. Right. Who would like to take a piece of string that hasn't taken one? Daisy, you haven't taken one, she haven't. There you go. Whoa. Okay. We'll do one each on this side. I'm trying to, I'm waiting until the big long one's taken. Okay, are you ready? What did Jesus do at the Last Supper to his disciples? What did he do? Yes, bread and wine, good. But there's something else I was thinking of. Where he got down with a towel, he washed their feet. Okay, would you like to take a piece? Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, final question over this side. What is the first commandment? What is the first commandment? Adults allowed to. Good. You shall have no other gods. You want to come and get a piece of string for that? There you go. Great. Yay! (laughs) Okay. We'll see who's the longest now then. Right, Blackbeard or Long John Silver? Spread it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm not good at time now, so we two seconds. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's see, I think it's going to be quite close. Oh, no, 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 that Long John Silver, the winners. Okay. Okay, so I want to have we look now at the Bible as a mirror. A Bible as a mirror. What does a mirror do? You look at your reflection in the morning. When I'm shaving, I have to look in the mirror. Otherwise, it'd be cut all over the place. So, yes, a mirror reflects, doesn't it? Well, the Bible, when we read the Bible, it shows us who we are. It tells us what we're like, our strengths, our weaknesses, our good points, our bad points. But it also reflects God as well. We don't see God face to face. But we receive, see a reflection in some of the things he does and in some, some of the things he says. For example, let me give you an example. Right? Moses. Do you remember Moses? And Moses was looking after his father-in-law's goats. And suddenly he saw, he had three shocks. Wait for the three shocks. The first shock was he saw this bush on fire. And that's not uncommon in a hot country for the, where the sun comes down and burns up a, a bush, starts a fire there. But something was really strange. Do you know the way if you, th- if you have a fire in the house and you throw wood into the, into the hearth, you have to clean up all the ashes afterwards because it all goes turns to ashes. But this was what was really strange. When Moses looked over at the bush, that's what caught him his curiosity. It wasn't burning up. It wasn't going into ash. So that was his first shock. His second shock was when God turned around and said, Moses, Moses, take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. You're in my presence. And Moses was shocked. Wouldn't you be shocked if you heard God speak to you like that, you'd be very shocked and probably quaking in your boots and you'd probably get down on your hands and knees and go, God, I'm, I'm listening. But the third shock was, now, the people of God had been in Egypt, had been slaves, hostages, you could say, for 400 years. Awful, awful, awful. And God said to Moses, he said, you know, Moses, I have been listening my people have been crying out to me to come and help them. And Moses is probably thinking, oh, that's great. About time. That's great, God. You're going to come and help them. But he turned around and he said, Moses, I want you to go down personally and set them free and bring them into a lovely land with plenty of food and milk and honey. He said, I want you to do that for me. And Moses was going, but God, I'm a failure. God, why would you want me? Why would you send me? I'll, I'll just mess things up again. And then when God had convinced him to go, he says, what will I say? What will I say? God, people will ask me what your name is. What will I say to your people? And you know what he said? This is what he said. God said, God said to him, 
I am who I am. Tell them I am has sent me to you. That's a strange name, isn't it? I am. Have you ever heard of anybody called I am before? No. But he says, go to my people and tell them I am has sent me to you. And you know the reason why God said that? Because God didn't, he want, didn't want them focusing on a God of the past. He didn't want them focusing on a God of the future. He wanted his people to know, I am with you present now. I am with you today. I am going to be with you every day. I am ever present. I am faithful. And that's what I mean about the Bible reflects a bit about who God is, because it shows us his faithfulness. He says, I am with you. And, and that's, see, when you go to school tomorrow, I used to hate the Monday morning. Monday mornings in school, we, I used to get spelling test first, then mental arithmetic, and I used to hate it. I used to hate it. But see, going to school or going anywhere that you find difficult at times, that's what God is saying. He says, I am with you. I will be with you now, and I will be with you always. Isn't that wonderful? And that's, that's part of God. And, and the thing is, if we look in the Scriptures and we look in the Bible, we see other reflections of God. We see God as our Creator. We see God as our Judge. We see God as our helper. We see God as our healer, our provider, someone who looks after us, and we see him in Jesus, the Son of God, who's, who we're going to celebrate his birth in a few weeks' time. Okay, so that's the Bible is a manual, a guideline to what to do in life, but the Bible is also reflects who God is. And God, the wonderful thing, God isn't just saying, there's a book, read it. But God is saying, there's my guidelines, and I will be with you to help you every day to honor me and to live for me and to get the best out of life. Okay. So um, we're going to sing, because God is mighty. God is a mighty, mighty God. We're going to sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's so big and so mighty and so wonderful. He's got the whole world in his hands. You want to stand and we'll sing that together. Let's go. 
We're going to receive uh, your offering at this moment. And there's a little song coming on, and it's called Confidence. Confidence in God. to lose I feel unqualified for what you're calling me to Lord with your strength I got no excuse Cause broken people are exactly who you use So give me faith like Daniel Trust you and give you everything. I'll be a conqueror, cause you fight for me. Thank you. We thank you that we can trust you. We thank you for your word, which is a guideline to us, a manual to us. We thank you that we look at your word and we see you reflected in it. And Lord, we just thank you for your goodness to us. And we want to give back to you this morning our offerings and our praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Going to invite uh, Ben's going to come and teach us a memory verse. Do you remember doing memory verses during Bible club? Do you? And you enjoyed it, didn't you? Okay. Uh, am I on? Am I on? Uh, I hope so. Morning, boys and girls. Morning, congregation.
27. All got it? Right. Here's the song. Uh, again, congregation, please join in this. Uh, help these uh, young aspiring singers out. So I'm going to sing part of it, and you're going to sing it back to me. So it goes like this. You shall love. Let's me try that again. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Matthew 22, 37. Okay, you've got the gist. Let's, uh, let's know that we've got that. Maybe try it uh, a wee bit quicker this time. So, on the count of three, one, two, three. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Matthew 22, 37. Oh, very good. One, one more time. Let's get it really in our brains. So, one, two, three. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Matthew 22, 37. Now, I'm not going to get any of you to sing, but do any of you think you know the words of our memory verse? Any of you want to give it a go? <laughs> I didn't see that. Well, without looking, does anyone think they would know our memory verse? You think? Okay, let's put that to the test. Uh, where can he not see? Grayson, come up here and face towards Mark. Not want to give it a go? No? You can't read? Perfect. Do, do you want to give it a go then? You can read. Do you think you know it? No? The words are okay, very good. Do you want to try it now? No. Anyone want to take on the challenge? No? Oh, you do? Yes, brilliant, Isabella. Let's hear you. I'll re you, you repeat it to me, and I'll tell them what you're saying. So what is it? Yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, she, she just said, you shall love. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, keep going. The Lord your God, yes, very good. What's next? With all your heart, yeah, very good. And with all your pocketbook, no, that's not quite it. It's, uh, and with all your soul, yes, that's it. And with all your mind, fantastic. And that comes from... Brilliant, brilliant. Please sing that song later, it should be in your head. Boys and girls, now I think you have been so good, you're going to get something in here in a wee minute. Give me two minutes, two minutes, because we're going to. We've looked at the Bible as the manual. We've looked at the Bible as as a mirror, um, and there's a little. For now, we see only a reflection as in a mirror. That's from First Corinthians thirteen, verse twelve. It's saying that we see a bit of God. We see it a bit dimly, but one day, one day, we're going to see Him face to face. Wow, 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 wow. So, but thirdly then, the Bible is a map. You can't have a treasure chest without a map. Who loves the thought of a treasure map? 
Yeah, and you have to follow the map and go all over these, all these obstacles and eventually find the treasure. Yes, well, let me, let me read something to you that Jesus said about a treasure. He said in Matthew 13, he said, um, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure that's hidden in a field. And when a man found it, he, went, he hid it again quickly so nobody could see. And then he went and sold everything he had and went and bought that field so he could have that treasure. Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. So the kingdom of heaven is something incredibly valuable. Incredibly valuable. If a man would go and sell everything to go and buy that field. He also talks about a man who, who buys and sells pearls. Now pearls, your mum might have a pearl necklace and they're very, very precious. And this man, he bought and sold pearls. But one day he found a pearl which was incredible, a bit, the best, best pearl he's ever seen in his whole life. So he went and sold, he did the same thing, he went and sold everything he had, all the other pearls, and he, to buy this pearl. And Jesus says, that's, what, that's how precious the kingdom of heaven is. So the treasure that Jesus is talking about is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, the thing about it is to find the kingdom of heaven, first we've got to find the king of the kingdom of heaven. Who's that, do you think? Who do you think is the king of kings? Who's the, yes? Yes, God, or we're called Jesus is king of kings. And in order to find the kingdom of heaven, we've got to find Jesus. Now, that's part of the map. The Bible, the Bible is a map because through the Bible, and sometimes it's hard to understand the Bible. There's things in the Bible I don't understand, but it is overall a map and it leads us to Jesus. Now, this is what Jesus said. Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Do you know what that means? That means that Jesus says, I will, I'm coming down here and I want to take you by the hand. I am the way to heaven. I will take you there. I will take you to the kingdom of heaven. I will take you to the treasure. And Jesus, in fact, says, I am this little path. and I'm going to lead you there. But he gets even more intimate where he says, I am the door. So we'll go along this little path. And Jesus says, I am actually the door that leads to life, that leads into the kingdom of heaven. And, uh, and the kingdom of heaven is the treasure. But above all, Jesus is our treasure. Now, you heard, uh, let me see. Yeah, what, what is the one thing? You know, I want to go to the king, kingdom of heaven. I want to go to heaven when I leave this earth. I want Jesus to take me there. What is the one thing, the one thing that stops me? Yes? Sometimes God can be at the beach. Sometimes he can be at the beach. God can. And he's everywhere, isn't he? And Jesus walked on the beach, didn't he? But what one thing could stop me from coming to the kingdom of heaven? Grayson. Sin. Sin. Very good. Well, I was going to say me or you. Because, listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said something quite 
astounding. He says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What does he mean by that? He simply means that, you know, there are different people. One person might love one thing above everything else, and somebody else might love something really different. For example, somebody might love their car or a particular car. They want to get a Jaguar. And that's their treasure. That's what they want more than anything in the whole wide world. Or maybe, yes, ma'am? Sometimes people can love their moms or dads. Yes, we all love our moms and dads, don't we? Yes, but sometimes the treasure for people could be, it could be, I want that job. Or it could be, I want the Xbox, the new Xbox. That's all I want. I I love the Xbox more than anything in the world. Or I want that new iPhone. Your brother has an Xbox, does he? (laughs) But the thing is, there's no harm. There's no harm in wanting those things. Of course not. But what's wrong is whenever we love those things more than Jesus. So the thing that can keep me from coming to Jesus is that I can be going after other things and putting them before him, whereas When Ben spoke about that verse, we love God with all our hearts. The wee word that's very important there is all, not with half our hearts. Yes, Daisy? I have a bracelet. You have a bracelet? Lovely. That is lovely. Okay. When Ben spoke about, about love God with all your heart, it doesn't mean love him with half your heart. It doesn't mean love him with a wee inchy, winchy bit of your heart. It means putting him first. So whenever we come to Jesus and we ask Jesus to be our friend, to be our saviour, to forgive our sins, and Grayson was absolutely right about sin stopping us from coming into heaven, but Jesus he took the punishment. See, when you do something wrong, when you do something wrong down here, your mum or dad or your teacher will usually punish you. Well, it's the same with God. When we disobey and we've hurt God and we've rebelled and done some things that God's not pleased with, there must be a punishment. But do you know what God did because he loved you so much? He said, I'm not going to punish Daisy or Grace or Charlotte. I'm not going to punish you. I'm going to punish my own son in place of you. And whenever we come to Jesus and ask him to come into our lives and forgive us of our sin and be first in our lives, we want to love you with all our hearts, then Jesus does that. He comes into your life and he will take you to be where God, his Father, is in heaven one day. You know, we're going to, what are we celebrating in about four weeks' time? Yes? Christmas! Do you all love Christmas? Yes. And and the story about Christmas is that Jesus came down as a little baby to our home, down here, to live down here, so that one day he would take us to be in his home. Isn't that wonderful? So I've got one wee story to tell you, and then that's it. Right. And and it's quite funny, actually. (laughs) Right. There were four people in a plane, four people in a wee plane. There was the pilot, and there was uh, two teenagers and a minister. Now, one of the teenagers had just got an award for being the smartest teenager in the whole world. Well, they were flying along, blue sky, everything great. 
then all of a sudden, the pilot says, I've got bad news and I've got worse news. He says, what do you want first? He says, the bad news. He says, the bad news is we've ran out of petrol and we're going to, the plane's going to crash. The worst news is there's only three parachutes and there's four of us here. Somebody's going to have to go down with the plane without a parachute. So he said, I've got a family. I've got children at home. I've got responsibilities. So he says, I need to be, I need to be alive. So he grabs a parachute and he jumps out of the plane. That's the pilot gone. And then the teenager with the, who had got the award for being the smartest teenager in the whole wide world, he said, listen, I'm the smartest teenager in the whole wide world. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to, I'm going to be brilliant. I'm going to become prime minister or I'm going, to, I'm going to find a cure for cancer. People need me. So he grabbed the parachute. Out he went. Well, the minister turned to the other wee teenager that was left and he said, Listen, son, you take that last parachute. He says, you take that last parachute because um, I've made my peace with God. I can go down with the plane. And the teenager said, oh, chill. Just be cool, Mr. Reverend. He said, that smartest teenager in the whole wide world, he just jumped out with my knapsack on his back. <laughs> with a school bag. He said, now, there are so many of us. And we jump out. In a sense, we, we go out into the world, we jump out into the world thinking we don't need anything, thinking that we've got everything we need in ourselves to just manage anything that life throws at us. But we need God's, we need God's word to guide us, to show us what is right and what is wrong, and especially to lead us to Jesus as a manual and then as a mirror, we, as we look in it, we see how good God is and how loving God is and how he helps his people when they're going really through tough times. We need that. And then we need it as a map because it does lead us to Jesus who eventually leads us home with him to heaven. Isn't that lovely? Okay, listen, you have been brilliant. And I have got something for each of you in here. Who likes standing out and looking at the stars at night? I love looking at the stars. I love trying to see a shooting star or something. It's amazing. And thinking, God knows all the stars by name. Look at me. I'm so small, but God cares for me. Well, I've got something for each of you. It's a little it's a wee outer space coloring book and puzzles and things. You can take that home and you can let me know next week how you get on with it. There's lots of little things that you can do. There's coloring in and puzzles. And it's all about God creating the universe and God creating you. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Okay, so is there any others that we haven't seen or some, anybody? I'll leave them up here. If there's anybody we've missed, uh, please come and, and take one. But we're going to finish with Seek Thee First the Kingdom of God, which is really about seeking Jesus. Jesus is the most important in the kingdom of God. He is the king of the kingdom of God. So we're going to sing Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God. And at this side, if we sing the main verse, or verses, and then we sing the chorus on this side, is that okay? So it's hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay. Something like that. That's, I think I've got the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so verse and then hallelujah on the side. Let's stand. what Jesus says. Seek him first and he'll give you everything you need. You don't need to worry about a thing. It doesn't say he'll give you everything you want, but it says I'll give you everything you need. And anybody that's going through a difficult time this week or any time, remember that I am has sent me to you. I am with you now. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen.